In these harrowing times, three women step forward to expose the ridiculous and untrue stories bouncing around the internet and the world. Basically, a feminist librarian, geologist, and public health expert walk into a bar and discuss the stuff that we know is a little off the center of true. This is The Triple Hoax. Nancy is a public health professional with an MPH, Master's of Public Health. She also majored in human biology in undergraduate. Her interests include feminism, dogs, ice cream, and the Americans on FX. Librarian by day, podcaster by night, Bess enjoys long books and forced snuggles with her cats. She has a degree in books, her master's in library and information science. She's a walking, knitting, cardigan-wearing, cat-owning stereotype. I, George, bring a background of general science, specifically a degree in earth systems science. Specifically dirt. I like rocks. I have used my dirt knowledge to educate underserved kids about how awesome nature is and what we need to do to mitigate climate change, and I am very passionate about environmental justice. My hobbies include reading, writing, One Direction, and memes. Hello. Welcome back to the Triple Hoax. Uh, I'm Bess, your host for this week. And this week, what we're going to talk about is the stigma surrounding sex toys. So our question is, why are sex toys bad? Spoiler alert, they're not. So you'll notice this week that Nancy is not with us, not in the sense that she died, because she didn't die. Uh, She just laid up. She broke her ankle pretty horrifically, and um, she'll be back next time, hopefully. This week, we have with us our good friend. And friend of the podcast. And friend of the pod, Theta Barra. Hello. Yay, we're so glad you're here. Yeah, we are. Um, so, Theta, tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, so I hold, I hold a degree in creative writing with a minor in gender and women's studies, and I like to read, write, I'm a passionate leftist, and I'm a tad bit obsessed with makeup, horror movies, <laughs> queering everything, and adorable dogs. Hell yeah. As a gender and women's studies student and a self-identified queer person, Theta is going to be sort of our tap into that angle on sex toys today. Um, So first, the thing that uh, we want to do is go through a bunch of common myths about sex toys and talk about why they're bullshit. I have a list. Excellent. Um, How we start every good episode. We do. We we love our lists here on the Purple Oaks. Sex toys are unnatural. Huh. It's not like that's that's the myth, I guess, is that they're they're unnatural. So you shouldn't need them or use them. I guess I can't argue that they're unnatural because they're not made out of flesh. <laughs> everything but is unnatural. Everything is chemicals. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So um, I mean, sex toys date back to like twenty thousand years ago. Yeah, and so... they've been made out of natural things like wood, and glass, or rock. there's always been quite a lot of stigma surrounding them in that people think they're unnatural act that they're inappropriate Mm. of course or that women shouldn't be possessing them so it's of course a double standard right right of course um so the next myth then because uh, they kind of go hand in hand is that sex toys are for single people. So they're just for lonely single people who can't find a real person to be with. Well, that's just rude. I know, right? <laughs> Not to mention the fact that they manufacture couples toys that are meant to be used by two people. Right. Or more, I guess. Yep. Gotta you get know. those orgies. You never know. <laughs> you gotta always be prepared. You have to always be prepared. The orgy might sneak up on you. It might. 
it might. <laughs> so yeah, there are definitely there are tons of toys that are meant to be used by most. Also, um, stepping in as Nancy's kind of uh, niche of talking about biology. Yeah, um, lots of people with clitorises, like a very small percentage of people with vaginas and clitoris. Clitorises, clitori. It's actually pronounced clitorides. Uh, yeah, me. Anyway, <laughs> clitori. Clitorides. The vast majority of them cannot orgasm without clitoral stimulation. Yeah. And so, you know, if you want to go, like, if you want your person maybe doing the penetrating to, like, be hands-free, then, you know, and you want a little oomph, then that's yeah, what there sex are, toys are there for. are definitely things that will help you out with that. And also, people who are disabled, yes. who have limited range of motion, definitely need assistance in that realm. So. Right. And, yeah. Huh? That's, a, that's a great point. Suck um, on that, sex toy haters. Literally. <laughs> I actually All found right. an yeah. article, surprisingly. It was, I think it was either, it was kind of like one of those random think pieces from like Post mm-hmm. or something. It was from about three years ago, and it was tackling an anti-obscenity law from yeah. the South, because in mm-hmm. Alabama, women are still not allowed to purchase sex toys or distribute nice. them. Yeah. An article about a woman with MS that actually found that sex, using a sex toy helped re- alleviate some of her pain. And right. she and was very, sense. yeah. Very, very adamant about fighting that law that said yeah. that women cannot own sex toys. Like well, all the power to her. That's crazy. Yep. What about what about all the all the pure romance distributors in Alabama? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. Like people gotta make a living, yo. <laughs> yeah, gotta do that direct sales. <laughs> uh, right. Romance is a topic for later, oh god. <laughs> we can talk about we'll talk about multi-level marketing in another episode. Um the next two myths kind of go together um so the first one is that you will become addicted to using sex toys and the other one is one that i'm sure nancy would throw a fit over which is <laughs> overstimulate your clitoris or desensitize it oh, by boy. using vibrators too much or a too high of aesthetic all right let's, <laughs> let's get these so first of all um you can't desensitize like permanently desensitize a clitoris it's not possible. No, that's physically on impossible. I mean, literally, all you would have to do is like take a break from using the vibrator for a few right. weeks, and then for, you would be fine. Yeah, for our listeners who don't know, because there might be some of you out there who don't know, um, the clitoris is basically like a bunch of nerves. Yep. So it's like like a lot of nerves. So you know, if you like tap your like your hand too long, like it becomes numb or it kind of hurts. Like it's the same thing with the clitoris. So. It can get used to like a certain level of stimulation, so you just leave it alone for a while. Like, right, that's or it. use a higher setting, or right. Um, I mean, there are some people with clitorises who are incredibly sensitive, and there are some people right. who are just naturally less sensitive. And mm-hmm. it's all everybody's different. So, yeah, Nancy would yell about how desensitization is not really a thing. <laughs> Were she here? Were she here? Um, now, what do we have to say about addiction? Can you be addicted to sex toys? Can you, though? (laughs) I mean, there's such a thing as sex addiction, like just sex in general. It's not the toy itself. It's more like high off of the endorphins from orgasming that you would get. And I mean, if somebody takes away all of your sex toys, you're not going to go through withdrawal like a heroin. (laughs) You're going to be a little disappointed, but you're going to be fine. And maybe maybe a little cranky, but like you'll figure it out. I don't know. Like just talking about that, it makes me feel like all the people who are against sex toys or think they're wrong, A, have a fundamental misunderstanding of biology, and B, are really cranky, like Bess was saying, yeah. because obviously they don't understand the joys of sex toys. It always seems very obviously targeted at women. So yes. it's obviously a demonization like Theta was saying of um, women being comfortable with their own bodies or just, you know, other demonized groups being comfortable with their own bodies. Right. For sure. In my opinion. I mean, for um, there is some I think there's stigma around all sex toys, but I think. Yeah, definitely. There is stigma, more stigma around women and queer people and the use of sex toys. And I think, you know, like the man who has like a fleshlight 
is considered yeah. like kind of creepy, but <laughs> right, sure, but, but he's not like but, normal, right? right. But that's, that's quote unquote normal, like, but yeah, a, a woman buying you know a vibrator and yeah, stuff is not. It's, I think, also seen as like an attack, quote unquote, like it's an attack on men. On- because on masculinity right because oh women are, are doing it by themselves or with a different partner so, so that means that that men's position in like a sexual nature is threatened that feeds directly into the next myth on my list which is that if you need sex toys or you use them there's something wrong with you or your partner mm-hmm. like either you there's something wrong with you or <laughs> if you have a male partner then he's not providing you with what right right yeah yeah definitely that that comment yeah like men will feel quote-unquote emasculated or that's the word that's the word yep emasculated Mm -hmm. hashtag toxic masculinity (laughs) (laughs) hashtag misandry yeah i don't think we've had anyone call us misandrists yet but um yeah whatever there's always time one of the other myths is that they're dangerous which we're going to talk a little bit about later in the episode because some of them can be that's that's a whole different area. Most sex toys are extremely safe as long as you follow the directions and don't put anything that's not flared into your butt. Yes. Yes. Um, be, be careful with the butt. Yeah. <laughs> but the butt is is tricky area for more than one reason. Be careful with the butt. <laughs> Hashtag triple hoax. <laughs> that's going on Twitter. Just dispensing all the wisdom. Um, <laughs> The other thing is that buying them is embarrassing. Mm. So what do we have to say about that one? Because I think it could be, but I also think it there's a lot of options now for people who want to purchase them. Yeah, like online. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's very discreet um, nowadays. It's not like you had to be seen as like the pervert that would go into a sex toy shop as an old mm. man. So online mm-hmm. and I mean, even though pure romance isn't the best, <laughs> parties of course so right. and i think more normalized right that, like pure romance as a as a company i think it's you know it's multi-level marketing so it's kind of like bleh. but the other thing yeah. is it does get women who maybe wouldn't normally talk about or think about things like that to yeah open up and talk about it with their friends and maybe try new stuff yeah yeah i think definitely like we all know like that seedy adult store in town <laughs> painted some shade of lavender because that's apparently the color of sex and um yes. it's also the color of dental hygiene <laughs> i guess they go together <laughs> i mean if you, have, if you have bad teeth you're probably not gonna get laid <laughs> very true they're trying to co uh co-associate um, those two things i i don't know i just say that because literally almost every like Every like rundown looking strip club or sex shop yes. I've ever seen is painted some shade of lavender or purple. Yes. Yes. I think um the pure romance thing, like that's a very like 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 most good things, when they go the way of late stage capitalism, mm-hmm. um, the people realize they can make money off of it. So they pick like the most, I don't want to say vanilla, but vanilla part of it they and do. just made a shit ton of money on it so I even think they sold a, uh, a 50 shades of gray theme kit though right that, that's a whole nother thing is the 50 shades angle it got yeah. it kind of got sex toys and the whole pleasure business into the mainstream to people that might not yeah. have thought about it and even yeah. though it's problematic in its own way the only good thing about it is that it did get people to have a conversation yeah that's true so yeah we definitely are going to talk about bdsm specific toys later in the episode because they're kind of a whole different barrel of things for now i think we should take a little music break and yes when we come back we're going to talk about um the dangerous side of sex tools yes here are such as they are (laughs) bye when i get chills at night i feel it deep inside without you yeah know how to satisfy keeping that tempo right without you
we're back. Hello. Hope you enjoyed that music break. So now what we're going to talk about is a more recent um, thing that people are learning to be super concerned about when it comes to their sex toys. Like um, every other that, thing. Right. Like every other thing, um, people are concerned about their sex toys being quote unquote toxic. But yeah. in this case, they actually kind of could have been toxic, literally toxic. Um, yeah. There was a scare in which a lot of sex toys that were being imported and, and even some that were being manufactured here in the U.S. Uh, contained phthalate, which are a um, have been identified as in, by the FDA as a possible probable human carcinogen. Um, yeah. And so they were. I mean, it was, you know, great. So <laughs> where where are you sticking a sex toy? You know, you're sticking it in sensitive like, places. That's where you really want to get cancer, right? Um, right. So remember, protect the butt. <laughs> protect the butt. Hashtag the mini. Hashtag protect the butt. So the first, um, I think one of the first people to pass um, a ban against phthalates in children's toys was Governor um, Arnold Schwarzenegger of California hmm. when he was of course. governor. Um, <laughs> so kids' toys were protected, and then it became a big thing because adult sex toys were not protected. Because people think sex is dirty anyway. Yep. And they don't need they don't need to be protected because hey. If you want to go sticking stuff up your holes, then that's your problem. Like, yeah, you're doing naughty, nasty stuff. So, sorry. You're in culture. That's really, uh, <laughs> that's really uh, cooked my goose. That was a bad <laughs> analogy. I got nothing. Shit. Got um, your heckles up. Yes. There we go. Perfect. That it might have helped a little bit. Maybe that law might have also covered novelties i'm not sure because um sex toys are actually banned in china yes. things called sex toys are banned in china so when they make them they have to call them novelties or like they make them <clears throat> with like human shape with faces and stuff and they call them dolls yeah so like the rabbit vibrators yes yes they're rabbits exactly. yeah <clears throat> so potentially it's not like they made that law thinking oh things from china that are sex toys are called novelties let's protect them too it's just coincidence as far as the toxin issue goes there is a legitimate concern also about bpas and if there's a sex toy that's made out of plastic because that kind of like fleshy type plastic is porous and Mm. people usually recommend something that's not porous like glass because glass is very easy to clean so something that's not as porous or not as cheaply made and maybe doesn't have bpas in it like bp bpa free plastic or silicone to kind of avoid that for sure for sure i feel like the goal is like medical grade silicone yes and i know there are a lot of companies That's um, good. Sex toys use medical grade silicone for sure. That's good. Yeah. Um, and silicone is relatively easy to clean too. Yeah. You can run a um, dishwasher. <laughs> I believe there's a picture floating around the internet. A dishwasher full of dicks. Oh, a dishwasher drawer full of dildos. <laughs> there was a Broad City episode actually that. Really? Yeah. Only in the episode, the dick got bent to the side and. Oh, no. <laughs> not usable and she had to purchase another one but i don't <laughs> think fine. that happens as much no, no probably not it's pretty hard to like misshape silicone <laughs> so the easiest thing to do when you're shopping for sex toys is to be informed about these kinds of things so there's a lot more stuff right. than what we're talking about but if you sort of do some research beforehand it's really easy to make sure that what you're buying is going to be safe for you and your partner definitely um even if something says that it's EPA or, ph- or phthalate free that doesn't necessarily mean it's true Especially mm-hmm. when coming from, even when it's coming from like a really long you know, producer of toys or whatever. So just right. make sure like that you know that the signs. So if um if the toy is bendy or squishy, sometimes um I mean like not so silicone is both of those things, but you would know if it was silicone. You sometimes will find that it feels kind of oily. Um, or there's a discharge or sweat like beads on the surface and there's this chemical degradation of the toy. Sometimes it'll smell rubbery or like a chemical um, or plasticky because they're made out of plastic. (laughs) Some people say that it resembles like a new car smell and that's how you know that it's not daily free. But the good thing is that um, the staff at, if you have like a a friendly sex toy store, the staff there should be pretty knowledgeable. The other thing is that there are a lot of articles from um, websites like Mm -hmm. babeland.com that talk about what to look for and have like lists of super, like of known safe 
points. Yeah. And uh, we'll have some more recommendations at the end of the episode. Yes. For, like, Um, Yep, we've got you covered. Um, How about a game? Yeah, let's play a game. Ready? George is in charge of games this time, oh, so this right. should be good. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, hmm. All right. We'll uh, <laughs> we'll start off. Uh, <clears throat> this game is called. Uh, sex toy or children's toy. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to tell you guys the name of this toy, and you're going to try and guess if it's a sex toy or it's a children's toy. All right. All right. Um, <clears throat> this is a good one. Dr. Drill and Phil. Oh, okay. <laughs> I want to say sex toy. <laughs> but I feel like it could also be a really unfortunately named like, <laughs> dentist toy. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I'm gonna go with sex toy. Yeah, I'm gonna go with sex toy too. Um, because yeah, unless it's very a very unfortunately named Dennis toy and Dennis (laughs) keeps coming up here. (laughs) (laughs) Recurring theme. Yep, sex toy. Really? What's up with that? No, it is a very unfortunately named children's toy. Yeah. Oh my god. (laughs) Yep. Doctor and it's by Play-Doh. Jesus Christ. Oh, Dr. Drill and Phil. Oh, God. Oh, my gosh. According to this description, it has uh, teeth that are supposed to represent gold fillings, but just look like meth mouth. What? Does it look like a really bad grill, at least? Uh, no. She said it looks know. like meth mouth. It looks like oh. meth mouth. <laughs> And it's That's ages bad. three. It's ages three and up for some reason. Like, all right, what three year old would want to play with that? Okay. <laughs> anyway, we'll be posting pictures, followers. All right. Um, next one. Um, Mr. Bendy. I'm gonna say Mr. Bendy is a children's story. All right. Okay. <laughs> ah, no judgment. <laughs> I'm gonna say that it is a sex toy, but probably one of those like bargain basement ones that's like a knockoff version of something better. Theta has it. Mr. Bendy's a sex toy. <laughs> it is a knockoff bargain basement dildo. Damn it. <laughs> All right. Uh next one. Big no Lou. Why you, Mr. Bendy? <laughs> <laughs> Big Lou? Big Lou. That's a sex toy. <laughs> <laughs> Not this one, but I'm going to say it's probably a sex toy because a lot of things like fleshlights and those fists mm. and dildos, in fact. Mm-hmm. It's a children's toy! No! <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it's, uh, it's called um, Big Lou, the four foot tall robot. And it's literally fucking horrifying. <laughs> I mean, I mean <laughs> actually, looking at this picture, it could be a sex toy. <laughs> Honestly, we all win this round. Yay! <sighs> all right. Um, exactly. Um. All right. Last one. Last one. All right. Hmm. Bumble hooves. Bumble hooves. <laughs> Sounds like My Little Pony. I was gonna say something for bronies. Oh my Doesn't god. <laughs> oh my god, but it could be a sex toy for bronies. Ugh. Oh god. Oh my god. Bumble hooves. Bumble hooves. <laughs> Shit. Bumble hooves. I think, is it a sex toy? Theta? What do you think, Theta? It's like a, it's a um, toy that's marketed toward girls and it's like a princess toy. That's a bee, maybe. 
So children's toy? Yep, children's toy. Nah, it's a dildo. Ah! So, data one, best one. And we all win the last round, or the second last round. Yay! Last round. Nobody. (laughs) Everyone lost this game, really. Oh, with, wow. With Drill and Phil, Dr. Drill and Phil, we all lose. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> oh, man. But awesome. Really all right. Huh? <laughs> but would you really want to win that, if you think about it? If that were a prize, would you yeah. want to win that? No. No. Certainly not uh, Bumble Hooves. <laughs> First of all, it's probably huge. <laughs> if you're lonely in your bed, feel it up to the top. So we're going to do a quick PSA here on Nancy's behalf because she is not here. Although we do all feel strongly about this issue. And that issue is if you are a person with a vagina, do not douche. Do not. Never do it. Don't don't do it. Nope, do it. The vagina is self-cleaning, so you do not need to. Oh, don't do it. (laughs) We mean that in the most loving way possible. (laughs) So honestly, I had this revelation like last week. You know, we when we come across a jerk, we're like, what a douchebag. That is a completely acceptable insult because douches are terrible. Douches are useless. Douches are they will they will fuck up your vagina. Like they completely strip it of its natural ecosystem. Yes. And then you will get like 50 yeast infections and be in a row. incredibly uncomfortable. <laughs> 50 shades of yeast infections. <laughs> yes. Oh, this might be TMI, but whenever I get a yeast infection, my husband tells me to stop putting bread down there. Stop putting because what down there? Bread. <laughs> Thought you guys would like that one. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. I actually. Uh, when Theta brought up the anti-obscenity laws yeah. going to go, I actually did some more research about it. In Texas, they, the law actually that tries this to, um, that will like convict and jail people for being in possession of sex toys. Not just like, it's not just like selling them. Mm-hmm. It's like possessing them. And like this one woman actually, <laughs> the story was that she was at a party and this co- this pair of undercover cops were at this party, and she tried to sell them a vibrator, <laughs> and they arrested her. And it's oh awful. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm laughing. They're like opening a trench coat. I know, yeah, right? And being like, hey, want to buy a vibrator? They're like <laughs> all like along that trench coat. Yeah, they're all in trench coats. Thankfully, a district court judge in Texas ruled that the law was facially unconstitutional and unenforceable. So it's basically moot, right. but it's still on the books. That's, that's how Texas rolls. Right. And, you know, it's easier to buy a gun in Georgia than it is to buy a vibrator. And uh, it's illegal to teach about polygamy or polyamory in Mississippi. But then again, most things are illegal in Mississippi. So Yeah. Still. Yeah. That's pretty ridiculous. Yeah. And in Alabama, there's something called the Anti-Obscenity Enforcement Act of 1998. And it prevents women from purchasing Jesus sex Christ. toys. That's insane. That, so that's like a grade A example of misogyny at work. The next thing that we wanted to discuss was about the stigma behind sex toys in the queer community. So yeah. um, how much stigma is there, if any, about using sex toys in the queer community? And if so, like, what is it? What, like, what are the big things? I feel like it's definitely, or I feel like it definitely can be a more open community about that kind of thing. One thing that I definitely would say is that in the queer community, generally, it's kind of sad because the marketing, the mainstream marketing of sex mm-hmm. toys is mainly towards straight white cis couples yeah and it's always so it's like fleshlights are for men mm-hmm. these right. very scary realistic looking those are for women oh, and there's nothing that's kind of those shapes that's marketed or something marketed specifically toward queer couples mm-hmm. so right. it's always something that you kind of have to like do the research for yourself or right. kind of 
or ask people, ask people for recs. Mm -hmm. So it's definitely something that you kind of have to do the learning for on your own. And it's kind of disheartening. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. Considering how, um, oh, I think also it's difficult um, in a lot of ways, maybe not in in the sense of like queer people being banned, barred from anything, but like, um, I think being queer has always been like fetishized and like seen as being like ultra sexual and sexualized. So it's just kind of like forced on the queer community sometimes instead of being like, you know, a natural thing to need like or want sex toys or just like that kind of thing. That's just my two cents. Yeah. Or that sex toys are something like, like you said, it's something to be, it's like a novelty in the queer community or it's a novelty in porn, like the, yeah. fists, the huge yeah. eight foot dildos. It's nothing, <laughs> yes. it's nothing normal and average, just like, right. like, like yes. a strap on with a harness yeah. or a neutral yeah. small vibrator. Right. Like right. nobody, yeah, I was going to say nobody's in porn is using like tiny, like finger vibrator. Right. You can buy off Amazon or whatever, you know, they're no. all using like the giant ones that you plug into the wall and um, <laughs> or like, yeah. Yes, exactly. That's that's they have like fifty three settings and yeah, you know yeah. whatever. But like queer sex is always not that like, those freaky and like, but right, not that it's wrong, that that's wrong. Applied that to leads, everyone, it's like unfair. And that kind of leads into the next thing, which is like, how is the BDSM community? They're like super open right. about sex toys, and there's a whole range of toys that are just for that community. Mm-hmm. Um, or use it within that community, I guess. Like, and those are things that maybe the average person isn't going to buy, but there's a lot of stigma around that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and even in the queer community, I'm sorry, in the kink community, rather, there's also this kind of phenomenon of, well, you don't necessarily have to buy something that is an actual sex toy, but certain things can be made into sex toys. There's right. this joke of, I buy my sex toys at the hardware store. Like, like Christian Grey. From some people. Yeah. Right. Like, like Christian Grey being like a creepy serial killer and buying a bunch of <laughs> right. Um, but, uh, but on the other side of it, it's more like any, like think everyday objects that can be created into impa- impact play toys mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. things that you can use to make your own sex toys. Mm-hmm. So there's right. also that angle too. Right. Mm-hmm. For sure. I mean, and that's, I mean, I don't know. I feel like that's pretty ingenuous. Like, it's pretty sweet. Like, Mm-hmm. Do what you got to do with your stuff, right? Yeah, um, you know, make do, and maybe don't spend like a hundred dollars on, yeah, you know, silk rope or whatever. Right. Yes, if you want to, but that that kind of I didn't expect that kind of DIY aesthetic to come out of. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. That's pretty funny though. before sex toys are mainly geared towards straight cis folks mm-hmm. and the porn angle of that is that there is also genuine queer porn that uses mm-hmm. real sex toys mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. there's a genuine like, good portion of the queer other queer people that I know that are also kind of kink community so mm-hmm. there's also that kind of dichotomy there that you can look at and how it takes on a whole different meaning besides the meaning of sex toys for straight, cis, white people, mm-hmm. the ladies. Right. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So they use sex toys in other ways and by queer men, too. Yeah, for sure. Right. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. Oh, yeah. So I guess really quick, we can talk about the stigma um, of sex toys for men. Um Yeah. And there, it does exist. I mean, I think it's definitely more prominent for women and queer people. 
other thing that I guess I wanted to talk about was that like liking butt stuff doesn't make you gay. <laughs> oh yes, that's what I yeah. was just thinking. Like, straight yeah. people can like butt stuff. Yeah, exactly. Or straight or men can like butt stuff. Yes, yeah, of course. What? People that are bi or bi curious or that like pegging. Oh, oh yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. Uh, a lot. I think of the stigma also surrounding sex toys is. I mean, I did say before, like masculinity in that women are finding their bliss <laughs> other than in places Find other your than bliss. <laughs> in places other than, right. chase your bliss <laughs> in places other than men also that like men there's only one way for a man to enjoy sex or his body and right. like any other way or any assistance is like you're pathetic or you're gay or uh you're combination just up. Right. right so yeah. although I mean, we have like straight up misogyny like the law in texas or alabama mm-hmm. or mississippi it it affects men in subtler ways yeah for sure and we all knew we weren't going to get out of this uh episode without talking about fantasy toys so earlier oh, uh, lord yeah <laughs> earlier that dragon uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so earlier in the episode, uh, George mentioned bumble hooves, <laughs> and yep. that that is a the name of a fantasy um, toy by I think is that by Bad Dragon. That's a toy company that makes um, toys geared towards um, anyone, I guess technically, but they have a lot of animal themed ones, um, uh-huh. and then just like weird fantasy ones like griffins and. I don't know. They just put a Demogorgon one out, as yep. we talked about earlier. Or uh, um, um, Stranger Things. Yeah, for Stranger Things. And then... Um, um, and they're also named. They're they all have, named. Yes. Very strange names, like the Dexter, the yep. Pierce, hmm. yep. the um, Griffin. Well, I just Griffin. found... I just found something called the Area 51 Love Doll. <laughs> nice. And it's an inflatable oh alien woman with three boobs. Oh, wow. Uh, um, um, so I guess, I mean, that market is pretty niche, yeah. but at the same time, I think it um, it allows people to explore different things that maybe they would feel ashamed of otherwise. Sure. Like, or literally could maybe, not do. Or literally could not do. Like, aliens. Aliens. Maybe you really want to fuck Bigfoot. And <laughs> this is the only yes. way you can do that. Um, well, because the shape of water, the shape of water just. Oh my god! Oh shit! Oh, man. shit. <laughs> the, the people at Bad Dragon are like, "Oh my god! Oh my god! We gotta do this! Oh my god! We gotta make a man fish!" Man fish. <laughs> um, I really want to see that movie. By the way, I saw. Don't spoil it for me. I have to share anyway. this pun. I have to share this pun. It. uh... The pun on the box for the alien woman says, no. the aliens are coming. Yes. <laughs> I'm so grateful oh to whoever made this. And then the bottom says, um, it's out of this world love holes. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. oh, my God. Are there like 10 of them or are there just the normal three? Uh, out of sex toy like that. Um, let me see. No, I think there's like four. Four? <laughs> there's some weird alien holes going on. I'm sorry. Is it underneath the third boob? Yeah. <laughs> it's where her heart should be. No! God, that's like the ultimate male fantasy there. Yeah. Oh, Fuck God. her in the heart. Oh god. <laughs> or that movie Teeth where it's basically just a woman that has teeth in her vagina. Oh yeah. Right. Vagina dentata. That really yeah. freaks people out. Yeah. I, Apparently it freaks so. me out. <laughs> I don't know. Well, it's like that scene in uh, American Gods where oh, um yeah. Bill Billkiss uh just mm-hmm. like eats that dude with her vagina and it's yep. kind of amazing. Um, anyway, we got off topic here. Um, yeah, so fantasy, fantasy toys. toys, I think, I think give people an opportunity to experiment with things. Like, like, not just, like, 
I kind of wish I could fuck a dog, so let me buy this dog penis dildo or whatever. Like, sure. More like stuff like, um, like a manfish, or like maybe you really like right. tentacles, or right. maybe you are, I don't know, they sell like ovipositors where like. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard of those. Um, it, if you put an egg in, not a jade one, goop. You can like push it out, and some people are into that. I think it's like, I think it's really innovative and interesting that those exist for the people who want them and want to experience them. And I think that they're, I think that like that's kind of the last bastion of real like shame and stigma around sex toys. Yeah, those kinds of toys, and I think that like that shouldn't be an issue. That kind of kink crossover with BDSM, yes. Mm-hmm. definitely um which might be part of the um the impetus for diying stuff with the right. community that yeah. beta was talking about right and how there's cer- there's certain fetishes of course that don't i mean this is a topic for a whole other day but there's certain fetishes that don't even involve bdsm in the kink world like right the two the two aren't mutually inclusive necessarily right Oh, yeah, let's take a music, quick music break. in another rousing game i am oh boy well this game is a little more interactive maybe i don't know um (laughs) it's called what is the name of your sex toy so if you own one or hypothetically own one or do not own one it bore but if you did what would you name it what would you name it hmm that's a tough one. What kind of sex toy are we talking about here? That's that is also that is very important. Uh, all right, well we'll start simple. Let's just say a dildo. Okay, <laughs> I would probably name it Mister Bendy. <laughs> no, 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 I wouldn't. No, no. I would not name Mister Bendy. Um, I um, name mine Big Lou. <laughs> a four foot tall robot. <laughs> Oh. What? Oh. Why do you bring shame on our face? <laughs> <laughs> because you're not here. That's true. Uh, I love you. <laughs> they love ring you. Ring the shame bell like in Game of Thrones. A what? Ring the shame bell like in Game of Thrones. Yes, yes. <laughs> what shame. would you name it, Theta? The shame bell? <laughs> <laughs> I might. I was gonna say bumble hooves, but I'm probably gonna have to go with something totally silly like Chad because yes, apparently, excellent. Apparently, you feel loathsome and sad when you use hmm. dildo. So that's just what I'm picturing. A realistic looking dildo would be named Chad. Yeah, Chad, like or the like, man counterpart. Yeah, yeah. So just like disappointing. <laughs> the only person that I know that ever named their sex toy named it Bruce for Bruce Wayne. Oh God! All right, I was gonna be like Bruce Banner. Do we got any Hulk fuckers in the crowd? I'm tonight? sure we do. <laughs> no shame. No Bruce no shame. Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Let's see. How about anal beads? Ooh, <laughs> spicing it up. <laughs> the secret necklace. 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> the secret, the butt necklace. Um, probably. Oh no! Wait, let me go back to the dildo one. Because <laughs> let us remember, we're not always being fucked by the dildos. We're using the dildos to fuck. So I would probably name a dildo rich and creamy. <laughs> because I was inspired because tonight when I had a salad, my salad dressing said rich and creamy. And I was thinking about our podcast and I'd be like, nice. that's a good name for a dildo. Okay. Anyway, I don't know about anal beads. Uh, what about you, Theta? I have a good one. So strand o pearls and the o with apostrophe like strand o pearls. Yes, excellent. Top of the morning. Perfect. (laughs) Excellent. Jeez, you won that round, Theta. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, last one. Oh, (laughs) how about nipple clamps? Oh, um, I don't know. I don't know if I would name them. Hmm. Righty and lefty, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna. I was thinking. Um. Uh, what was what? What did Muhammad Ali call his fists? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is lightning and thunder, or whatever. <laughs> that. Yes. What about you, Zeta? I think since some of them have screws on them, righty tighty, lefty loosey, or oh, yes. or yes. tidy bities. Nice. Tidy, what? <laughs> Tidy biteys since they kind of bite down. Nice. Perfect. Nice. A plus. <laughs> we all win this game. Everyone. Even you, Hoaxer. Yeah. Hooray. Also, right. feel free to tweet or Facebook message. Don't no, don't Facebook message us. Tweet or or put on our Facebook wall what you would name your sex toy. Yes, use the hashtag uh Protect the butt. Protect the butt. <laughs> yes hashtag protect the butt hashtag the triple hoax okay so did we answer our question today so we were talking about why sex toys were bad and what we were really talking about was like the myths around sex toys and yes. um, sort of breaking down those myths and talking about different um, types of toys and different things so what do you guys think I think we answered our question in that we complete pretty much unashamedly talked about sex toys for an hour. Right. <laughs> you know, you know, like you do. Um Yeah, sex toys aren't bad. No. Toys are cool. I mean, I gave that spoiler alert. Yeah, we definitely did talk about some of the actual negative side effects of them and exactly. how definitely puritanical people are about them. Some of the concerns basically of how queer people have access to them or how they're marketed. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I feel like we did answer our question. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Yeah. Good job. Go team. <laughs> Go team. All right. So we've got some um we've got some recommendations this week. What you want me to do? Nancy's not here. Um, I'll steal one of her wrecks that she was going to make before yeah, she told do us it. beforehand, but it's already one of that I was going to pick anyway. So first I want to start with um, the webcomic Ojoy Sex Toy. It's a super informative, super cool webcomic that talks about different sex toys and different like kinks and different things that people can be into in a really accessible way. Um, yeah. And definitely everybody should go check it out. And it can be pretty funny. It is. It can be pretty funny. Um, the other thing that I'm going to wreck now was Nancy's wreck, and it, it was the book "Come as You Are" um, by Emily Nagoski. The subtitle is "The Surprising New Science That Will Transform Your Sex Life," and it was all about the science behind like people with vaginas and how like that hasn't like it hasn't really been studied. And so it was a lot of really cool stuff about that. And I really enjoyed that book, and Nancy really enjoyed that book, and we were both going to recommend it. So transform your sex life. Yeah. Do it. Was, I mean, it's, it was really great. What about you, George? For my recommendation, I recommend, um, it is a website called Scarletine. 
and it's a great website that covers everything about sex, just sex in general. So like protection, pregnancy risk, sex toys. And this is one of the websites that talks about sex toys and like what's safe and like what to look for, like Bess was talking about earlier. Um, But it also covers a lot of um, women's health issues too. Other important questions that sometimes aren't answered in sex ed class in our wonderful education system. So go check out Scarletine. The really cool thing is that it's technically it's marketed at teenagers and young adults. So they have a lot of really good information for that age group. It's definitely a resource you can point younger people to. Yeah. And they're very LGBTQ friendly and they run a blog as well, which is, you know, always fun. All right. Theta, what do you have for us? So I have a few actual toy website and toy seller recommendations. The first one, sex toy shop called Toy Dirty. And Mm -hmm. the person that runs the site actually has a Tumblr of the same name, Toy Dirty. And there are two other queer friendly sex toy websites. The nice. Pleasure Chest and Smitten Kitten. And they nice. both have very good quality glass and silicone toys as well. Awesome. Excellent. That's great. Sweet. If you order porn, you order sex toys. Um, Lots of times if you're in, you know, an abusive relationship or you're young and you still live at home and you don't want to be embarrassed by your parents or you share a bank account with someone who you don't want to see, lots of these companies now will not put their name in the... um in your credit card statements. Yep. It will show up as something else or as something um, very neutral. Yes. So um and then also usually the packaging is incredibly discreet. Yes. It'll just look like you're getting any other package. It's not gonna like say yeah. sex toys in really big letters on the side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So go crazy. Have fun. Yeah. All right. Um, so we don't have a hometown hoedown throwdown this week. Sorry, listeners. No, I'm um, sorry for those of you who look forward to it. You can find us on the web. We are on uh, Facebook at the Triple Hoax Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at the Triple Hoax. We are on Tumblr at the Triple Hoax. We're on SoundCloud. You can find us on iTunes. Or... Rate and review. Yes. Uh, leave us a five-star rating and a review. That would be awesome so other people can find us. And then also feel free to drop us a line, email us. Yes, uh, our email do. is thetriplehoax at gmail.com. We love questions. We do. Thank you so much to Theta for being our guest this week. Yes, you were brilliant. Um, it was a pleasure. Hi. Bye. We'll catch you all next time. Bye. 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 And some of these dildos are ugly. <laughs> I sell like little tiny dildos, like little penises, and you can just buy like handfuls of them. Little baby dicks. (laughs) Baby dicks. I mean, not baby dicks.